0: Welcome back to another
1: episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Joey.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Adam Ferber from Space, and I'm with Pooplehead.
1: Oh, oh, Adam, you sound more normal than usual.
0: Right? I mean I was gonna say, he's sounding completely on brand right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think we fooled him? Yeah. <laughs> no adam can't be here again because he's still in japan living it up
1: yeah can't blame him you know japan
0: i mean i will blame him if he doesn't come back and bring us some gifts
1: yeah and and tell us on the podcast and explain it to all our audience
0: yeah we'll have an episode where he recaps everything in the atomist amount of detail that adam can muster
1: (laughs) It will be in Japanese.
0: (laughs) We'll have subtitles. (laughs) Uh, And I hear you asking, subtitles on an auditory medium? Zach, are you crazy? First off, I mean, yes. But second, maybe we just have him speak English.
1: (laughs) Fine. We want to make things easy.
0: (laughs) Yes, because that's what we're all about here on Xtreme, is making things easy.
1: Uh, Unless you play Cuphead. Speaking of easy, (laughs) Cuphead!
0: Yay! The easiest game ever made. Don't at me. (laughs) Yes, we're continuing today on Inkwell Isle 3 for Cuphead. Um, Yeah, I guess we can just dive right back into it. Uh, Where cool. we left off, Uh, Honeycomb Herald. All right. Yeah, I like this one. Rumor Honey Bottoms. <laughs> get it? Because she's a bee, the honey.
1: Yeah, I don't get the rumor part.
0: I don't know either. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but what I do get is that this is actually a pretty good lead into the aisle three. Mm-hmm. Because it's basically like the last level, except vertical. Right. So it's a similar design to Fiery Frolic. It's a platforming, vertically scrolling boss fight. Um,
1: Right. I I like that it's not just a platforming. It's like also the boss fight. Yes. At the same
0: time. I appreciate that they're adding in these layers of complexity to the fights, where you have to pay attention to a lot of things. Which makes sense. Cause I mean, we're getting close to the end game here. Yeah. So no time to hold back on your punches.
1: <laughs>
0: but it also adds in a few new things that Fiery Frog didn't have, like a lot more um, enemies that pop onto the screen, more projectiles that you have to dodge. Um, yeah. And a lot more variety in the attacks that the bosses have.
1: Oh yeah, it's like it's like different the whole time. Yes. Like,
0: they have like the homing attacks, they have uh lock on attacks combined with this combined with the environmental challenge of just trying to not fall down. <laughs> makes it yeah. a great makes it a great first fight, honestly. Agreed. Yeah, and then like the final part where it turns into a giant airplane. Again Yeah. What?
1: <laughs> Why airplane? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask too many questions, son, just play the game. <laughs> And then the homing things are just like fists. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I mean I I get the fist, that makes
0: sense. It's pretty toony. I don't know. Yeah,
1: toony and punchy.
0: They're all a little loony, you know? Mm-hmm. But seriously, I I don't understand how they decided what a lot of their third form or final phase forms were going to be not just for this fight but for the rest of them too
1: yeah i they think kind of... it was just drugs or <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean look look they legalized weed mid-production right Oh, <laughs> uh, is that it actually
1: no i don't think they did probably probably after
0: <laughs> it was definitely after <laughs> i mean it did come out 2017
1: Okay, yeah, it's two years ago.
0: So, not quite. So, never mind. Retract that statement. Nobody did any (laughs) drugs.
1: Drugs are bad. (laughs) Drugs were bad.
0: Drugs were bad in 2017, and now in 2019, they're okay. (laughs) Only some of them, though. (laughs) Learning with Xtreme. (laughs) Please don't play this for your parents. (laughs) Actually, do I don't care. <laughs> Why not? But yes, this fight we got very off track. What makes the yeah. fight, in my opinion, more than the previous fight is the fact is just the fact that it is vertically scrolling and yeah. having to shoot downward while moving upward. Right, an interesting it's like
1: a first kind of.
0: Yeah, like the the end game where the final phase turns into the. Into the, uh, I was going to say the B-plane.
1: The B-plane? Because, like, a
0: biplane, but, like,
1: uh, B-plane. <laughs> okay.
0: I'll see myself out.
1: Okay. Goodbye! <laughs> uh, is that it?
0: No, I'm back. Just kidding. Okay. All right. I couldn't let you do this episode without me.
1: Also, I feel... Yeah, come on.
0: I feel commercially obligated to stay here. <laughs> But yes, the fact that it uh, switches from shooting straight down and climbing upwards versus uh, scrolling to the right and shooting to the left, um, while in concept, they seem like the same things, I would say (laughs) that it's more difficult to manage the vertical versus the horizontal.
1: Yeah, you have to, like, jump up while (laughs) pressing down.
0: Yes, You have to jump, but also at the same time, you have less time really to understand where you should be jumping to, just by virtue of if you stay in the middle of the screen, the platform layouts for this one aren't as easily Mm -hmm. grasped where they're going to be, because they are still random, but the screen is now wider, um... And the middle part, where you would expect a lot more platforms to be, is pretty non-existent. So yeah. the fact that it combines that with the downward shooting elements makes for a very good boss fight.
1: Indeed. I Do-
0: like it. Yeah? Yeah. Here, can you fill time while I check if my tea is still hot?
1: All right. Um so what are we doing next? Shooting and looting? Ah, it's still hot.
0: <laughs> oh, it was a bad decision. <coughs> Take smaller gulps. But how do I get the ginger smaller in me stitch. without taking gigantic gulps?
1: Is there actual ginger in there?
0: No, it's
1: it's like bagged ginger. So it would get in there.
0: Whatever, <laughs> it's still good. You get
1: it. You zip it up.
0: <laughs> yes, we're moving on to shooting and looting with Captain Brinybeard. Yay! One of the actual only human uh, fighters or uh, bosses. Yeah. Um, and this one's an interesting fight.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say that.
0: So this boss has by far the most possible attacks. That we have seen so far.
1: Yeah. It's interesting because he doesn't change forms.
0: No, he doesn't change forms. Yeah. But so he has his barrel that can crush you, the ship that can shoot cannonballs at you, squids, he has a squid
1: gun. Squid gun. (laughs) Uh, He has a
0: shark that he can call to jump onto the dock. He has another Mm. squid that just shoots ink balls. And blurs the screen. He can call out a dogfish. Just, you know, be a yeah. dog.
1: <laughs> There's the angel wing things. And then this is even before phase three.
0: Yeah. <laughs> transforms again. This is
1: just stage one.
0: Yes. This is stages one and two, I would call it. Mm. But yeah, they they focus on really throwing just multitudes of enemies and at you at once here. Yeah. So it's a lot of things to kind of pay attention to.
1: Yeah, I guess it kind of—it's a good contrast to the just standard platform that you're on.
0: Yes, because you're—it's yeah. just a normal, like nothing moving. Boss on the right yeah. side, no moving platform, no nothing. Yeah. So what I did think was going to happen, or what I would hoped would happen, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm a masochist, or maybe because I expected <laughs> more. <laughs> at this point, but I thought they would kind of keep stacking the enemies that you encountered throughout the fight. Okay. Like, they keep adding on, like, when they introduce a new enemy, now it just kind of pops in whenever. Right. Like, it doesn't just do one thing and then go away.
1: Yeah, yeah. It kind of just is there now.
0: Yes, as opposed to kind of, they'll call one new enemy, it'll do one attack, and then it goes away.
1: Right. It doesn't kind of add the difficulty, just Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. I think it would add to that difficulty, just kind of throwing more enemies on top until it's just basically like a bullet hell of crazy amounts of enemies that you have to dodge and parry and whatever.
1: Right. It might as well be the same enemy every time, you know. Mm
0: -hmm. But then again, I mean, I don't know, man. This is one of the first bosses in a while that I actually beat on my first try.
1: Oh yeah,
0: I was genuinely surprised. I and guess you know why like, I think uh, you know I they, was able to do that. Need,
1: they, what?
0: You know why I think I was able to do that? Um, you were on Adderall. Uh, well, nope. That nope, not quite. No, no. Um, I don't even know where you get that anymore.
1: Get <laughs> <laughs> <The laughs> Me
0: would have known, but no. <laughs> But there are the fact that there are so many parry opportunities. Mm. So every time you parry, you get a card that allows you to do one special attack. Yeah. When you do five parries, you get a super special attack. So by virtue of having all those parry opportunities, you're able to save up for these huge attacks a lot faster. And you're able yeah. to kind of really whittle down the boss's health really fast. Yeah. So because of there being the multitude of opportunity there, you really have the opportunity to kind of speed run through the fight,
1: almost. Yeah, especially the first half, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, like, I was able to actually, during the fight, get two full super attacks off. Nice. I usually only barely able to get one. Yeah. So that really dwindled down the health and made it a lot easier, but, I mean... Um, the fight isn't bad. I think I just expected more out of it.
1: Yeah. It's not a bad I mean, thing. It's, it's it's a standard thing. Like, one of the first levels of the of the island, I yeah, guess. It,
0: yeah. I know we have kind of a... We... I kind of have a tendency to shit on endgame stuff. For most okay. games. But... Yeah. It's mainly because the pre-game, or the pre, like mid-game and the early game have such interesting concepts and they really do build on them a lot that I have a lot of expectations right. about the end game. Yeah. So then I think about like, oh, well, what if we did that? And It would probably be horrible and I would have hated it if we'd implemented what I was thinking about. <laughs> I might have a friggin' aneurysm. But I just have very high expectations for the game. It's not that it's bad. Yeah.
1: yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't want that to be the takeaway the takeaway is that the game is so good that i had such high expectations for it it's like when you get straight a's and then you get an a minus
1: yeah well that's the thing these days you know like if when the game is so good it would take so much time to make it even better Mm -hmm. at the end for the end game and they're just like already on their next project they just want to get this out and sell it you know
0: well, I mean, that's probably what they were thinking about when they made the next set of levels that we're going to talk about with the uh platforming levels. Yeah. Back to back to platforming levels with perilous Yay. peers. The most and standard, standard bog standard platforming stage. Yeah,
1: by far. there's like, there's like nothing special about the stage. You can play there, the stage on your phone.
0: There is, you know what? I'm actually going to disagree. There is one, one thing that was different enough that I took notice, and it's the end where you're driving on the octopus. Mm-hmm. And you have to parry its gem head, yeah, thing to make it shoot cannons to blow up rocks so that you can proceed. Yeah, take like the boss. That is interesting. I like that.
1: That could have been like the main part of the level.
0: I yeah. know they just shoved in it in at the end. That that could have just been the whole stage. Yeah, you should have just. They even had a little piece of conveyance in the beginning because to get him to move, you gotta parry him first and you see that he shoots out a cannon and blows up a rock. And you're like, oh mm-hmm. great, conveyance right away. <laughs> we we should have just started this stage there and built from that.
1: Yeah, and then build it from there. Yeah.
0: The rest of that stupid standard platforming stuff could have just gone, gone to the wayside. Just throw it out. Just have the yep. whole stage be that. And then you know what would be really cool? Is if you fought a bigger boss while you were on the octopus and you had to yes. like parry to have him shoot at the boss.
1: Yeah, if Dep- the octopus was like part one of the fight, you know? And, and like, then part and like two, a, another boss comes in.
0: Yeah, like you have like you're on your octopus, which is a good octopus, and then you fight like bad octopi or something. Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy? I mean,
1: that would be. God. And then the third part would be you'd fight the one that you were act- on the whole time.
0: And it was actually evil the whole time.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, man. That would have been nuts. So Yeah. Oh, my God. See, we just came up with a much better stage in, what, two minutes?
1: <laughs> you know, at least we get to have fun imagining these things. <sighs>
0: but again, that's the thing. They didn't want these stages in the first place. Mm -hmm. So they didn't put the effort in, which is not, again, it's like if somebody went up to Van Gogh and was like, you know what would really make your painting stand out? Is if you put a whole bunch of fire ants on it. (laughs) And he's like, what? Like, yeah, just paint a whole mess of fire ants. (laughs) Okay. Like, no, I don't really think that goes with what i'm trying to make here he's like i don't care
1: i want fire ants on your painting yeah the people want fire ants put put
0: those fire ants on that pristine background (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay this is what you wanted right and then they're like no i didn't actually want that
1: yeah come on and then now that i think about it it's just kind of like uh, why did i ask that and then you know table flip emoji (laughs)
0: <laughs> but yes that, that should have just been the whole thing The only interesting things that I saw Was actually the backgrounds Where they had some funny yeah. callouts Yeah was, I mean
1: those levels always Have some cool uh, Imagery in them Yeah
0: you know what let me do like a Really 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 quick Internet backstory on them
1: Internet backstory
0: Alright why is my tea still hot <laughs> what is in Ugh, never mind okay was that it <laughs> Yep, you got me that was the end of internet Story. <laughs> hey, don't cue the music yet I was just kidding thank you for cutting it off Paul alright so there's a lot of interesting signs in the background of this stage that I wanted to kind of quickly talk about um, two in particular There's the Iworks sign I-W-E-R-K-S uh, It's referencing actually An American animator named V.B. Iwerks Hmm And he was Fun the fact. Co- He was the co-creator of Mickey Mouse
1: uh, Okay
0: Yeah Not just Mickey Mouse but a few others Like Oswald yeah. or Rabbit I think it was Like, all of the early Disney characters. Right. And then there's another one, Tyrus Garden. Uh, So, Tyrus is referring to lead background artist Tyrus Wong, who made all the backgrounds for Bambi.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. Remember that movie?
1: I do remember that movie. I remember it looking very pretty. All those movies were pretty.
0: They were all hand-drawn, so I guess that makes sense that they would call it out here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Good
0: homage. Yeah? It is a great homage, homage. I would agree. But that's the very, very quick internet backstory. Now you can play the music. Internet Internet backstory. Yay! Thank you, Paul. And now you can play the the episode buffer, because we need to take a quick break so that I can put ice in my coffee. (laughs) It's, or, like, just leave it outside extreme. for five minutes. It's, well, just... Come on,
1: just take smaller steps.
0: Okay, well, let me just try one more time. Oh, it's actually nice. Ladies and gentlemen, and we're back to Behind the Fluff where we interview former fluffers from the underground Toronto fluffing scene. Today we're with... Well, uh, we've censored his name and modulated his voice so we can't be identified by his leather daddy, Big Leather Daddy Joe. Give it up. So, Zach, tell us,
1: when did all this begin? Well, uh, it was uh, around the time I, uh, I guess I started getting hair on my biceps. But it was just, and then fluffing pillows was fun, you know. And it uh, grew to the point where I was just so interested in the subject. Daddy
0: Joe. Oh. God my that took so long for my tea to finally
1: be good. Yeah, that did take a long time. Luckily the audience didn't. but now hear it's it.
0: delicious yeah. It's gonna be delicious for like five minutes and then it's gonna be too cold. Oh, come on that's always how it works. It's like the law of avocado, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it takes forever for it to be ripe, and then it's ripe for half a second, and then it's
1: dead. Yeah. The law of avocado.
0: The law of avocado.
1: (laughs) All right, and that's the end of
0: our show today. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Please like and subscribe. Wait, no, wrong thing.
1: Um, What were we talking about? Cuphead?
0: Okay. <laughs> we were talking about Cuphead and we're on the Mausoleum. Yes. The third and final Mausoleum. Yes.
1: same. it's basically the same thing.
0: Yeah, I mean it's still again a parry challenge, but this one focuses on chaining together parries while you're airborne. Yeah. Mainly because the, the new ghost, the big ugly ghost with giant nose <laughs> and somebody had way too much fun drawing this. Yes. <laughs> It's like the quintessential, like, villain from like an old, yeah. like, not even a villain,
1: like a hench person. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, but I can't put my finger on it.
0: Yeah, it's like a hench person from an old yeah. cartoon. But yeah, so it focuses on chaining the other those jumps while you're, those parries while you're airborne, because once you hit that big lug, he turns into two smaller ghosts and you have to try and stay airborne and knock those... additional two out before they make it to the chalice. So, it makes it kind of hard because when you combine that with the rest of the ghosts that are still there, the normal one, the fast one, the spiral one, and now this one, they could be anywhere. So you can't always have, you don't always have time to reset your jump and set up for a new parry.
1: You gotta be on top of it. Literally.
0: Which is good because, again, it's again, it's, all of these mausoleums are just tests. Yeah. Practice. They're practice exams for the final exams, which are the actual fights themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's good. I think by the end of that, if you can actually make it through, then I think you've pretty much mastered parrying. I think so. And then you're rewarded with the third and final super heart. Yay. Um,. Giant ghost? I think it's called.
1: Maneuver your spirit and body simultaneously for maximum damage.
0: Yes. So this is actually very hard to master. But once you do, you actually really do dish out a lot of damage. Sweet. Because while at the same time you can still move and shoot while the super is going on. Yeah. But the problem is when you move, the ghost moves mm-hmm. and the ghost just continues to move in a direction unless you tell it otherwise mm-hmm. by moving yourself.
1: It's a, it's a lot so, of coordination.
0: Yes, there's a lot of coordination because if you're too focused on making the ghost be in the right position, then you might not be in the right position. You might take damage because yeah. you are still vulnerable during these this attack. Yeah. But if you're too focused on yourself and you don't position the ghost right, then you've wasted a super. Yeah. So that's the thing. Difficult to perfect, but once you do, you really do dish out a lot of damage. Yeah. And I think that leads us into the next fight: a dramatic fanatic with Sally stage play. Yes. One of the other actual human human people on this on these islands. Yeah. True. And the storyline in this fight is just, it's just great. It's just peachy. (laughs) But no, I actually really like it. And the fact that it actually can change completely depending on how you start the fight.
1: Uh, Depends on on the fight itself?
0: It depends on the first scene, actually. So the normal way that you go through this fight is you go through the wedding Mm -hmm. scene and then to the family with kids scene. (laughs) And then to what I can only assume is heaven, and she's now a
1: goddess. Uh, okay, or the clouds. And then uh, to,
0: yeah. Th- th- I don't know. Yeah. She's got, like, wings. She looks kind of goddessy. Okay. And then to the final phase where she's just an angel, and everybody's taking their standing ovation. But the secret path... <coughs> sorry. The secret stage play changes if during the wedding scene you stand on the cherub angels... And drop the set onto the husband, uh-huh. thus killing him.
1: That's really funny.
0: So, if they can't, if the husband dies, there can't be a wedding. Uh, then it moves to a nunnery.
1: <laughs> right, because she doesn't have children. As opposed to the family with kids. And she uh, swears off men for the rest of her life.
0: <laughs> yes, and then she is, uh, th- but then she is drafted into heaven again. So, kind of similar. Right. But in this form, she's not there alone. She's actually there also with her husband. So they're a god goddess combo, I guess. And then it ends back at the standing ovation where
1: she is an angel. That's fun. So
0: similar-ish, but like, holy, yeah. You know, like Cuphead basically just killed a dude he wasn't supposed to (laughs) in that in that ending. Yeah, just a murderer. Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie.
1: <laughs> I killed the background.
0: Cuphead did an oopsie and accidentally murdered someone. <laughs> ba hey.
1: But
0: I think that by far the most interesting part of the fight itself, it's pretty standard outside of the setting that it's in. Yeah. But the most interesting phase I think is the third phase. Where they are, then their god and goddess uh-huh. forms. Because they have like the stage hands bringing out these giant set piece attacks.
1: Yeah. Like
0: it looks more like an actual stage play fight. Right.
1: That's like the whole, Cause that- the whole level is like that, I guess.
0: Yeah, but this actually feels more like a stage yeah. play for some reason. Because you have like the stage hands are actually bringing out the attacks as opposed to like. Yeah them just throwing things at you or like right. random umbrellas falling from the ceiling Yeah. it feels more like this is a stage play you are interrupting and it's kind of the whole stage is fighting you so to mm-hmm. speak also they call out the attacks that they're about to do like literally right big waves like it'll say like meteor yeah. and then a meteor will fall <laughs> So I appreciate that. It actually makes it feel more like you're fighting a stage yeah. play as opposed to fighting someone on a stage. Right. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, so I don't know. The fact that there's such a crazy story that they kind of fit into the actual fight yeah. that you can pay attention to is very interesting. Yeah, they put time into that. You know? Which they which is really great, but at the same time. Again, this was the second fight that I beat without having to reset. Right.
1: So it seems like more of a show than a fight,
0: <laughs> which I guess if we're taking it in yeah. context, makes yeah. sense. It's about stage play. It's not a fighter, yeah, not a big brutish pirate <laughs> or a bumblebee that can turn into a into a biplane. yeah, you just gotta watch the show, you know, yeah. It's all about the show. Even at the end, she's not even really like paying attention to you. She's kind of giving the thank you and kudos to the audience. Yeah,
1: and you're just like, no, shut
0: up. And you're just like, no, you give me your soul. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the fact, I I don't know quite how to feel about this this stage. Because we usually focus on gameplay.
1: Right. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the gameplay is nothing special, I guess. But I think it's still fun.
0: It's still a fun yeah. stage, absolutely. It's just the gameplay didn't evolve anything in no. any way, but the storytelling did. So I'm gonna give that give that a big fat thumbs up. All
1: right, yeah. Li- and then we're on to the last one. A little what? break from the difficulty, maybe before the the end. Yes, and then
0: on to uh, this last fight that we're gonna talk about here with <laughs> Werner Werman in Marine Corps. <laughs> Which, while this is a tough fight, it doesn't do anything new or innovative or, again, doesn't push the gameplay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, like, they have, like, the cat prowling in the background during the fight, which is good foreshadowing, Mm -hmm. but, like, the fight with the cat in Phase 3 isn't really worth that build-up. Right. I mean, it's big and scary, but
1: is it more difficult?
0: It's big and scary, but it doesn't have a lot of crazy attack. Yeah. Like again, the craziest attack is having it spit ghosts at you, <laughs> which is pretty
1: weird. Ghost
0: mice—the ones that it's eaten. But it, it, again, once you beat the boss, it doesn't make sense. How did so the bo- the cat isn't real? The cat's a robot, right? That was made by the made by Werner. So how did the ghosts? get killed, and are now
1: in this robot cat? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he thought it was artistic.
0: <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. This isn't a... I don't think this is a memorable fight. No. I'm sorry. It's not a bad fight.
1: It's just not a memorable I fight. agree. It's like... I already forgot about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? It's, <laughs> it's like a mouse, you know? It scurries around for a bit, goes into its hole, and then you forget about it. Yeah, but I do like the Tom and Jerry aesthetic, yeah. though. They're always good with their aesthetic. It's like a, it's like if Tom and Jerry worked together.
1: Yeah, and you were fighting, them. and
0: Tom and <clears throat> and Jerry was a German mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Ger-
1: German Jerry, German Jerry, and Tom. You
0: know what? I bet if we looked up, like. 1940s propaganda like cartoon propaganda we might find an yeah, old Tom and Jerry propaganda cartoon oh yeah
1: for sure kind of you know marketing towards the kids
0: actually when did Tom and Jerry come out yeah I don't know um, alright you google that and then I'm going to do a out right here now. while you're doing that created what? in 1940
1: oh 1940 1940.
0: Wow, okay. <laughs> so maybe one of the yeah, first episodes was propaganda. <laughs> Can you look up if there was a German Jerry?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look for the word German.
0: All right. And while you do that. They,
1: they, were, they were popular. Okay. What? Okay. I was going to say,
0: while you do that, I'm going to do the outro. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with us, you know how, but I'll say it again. Just send us an email at extreme at gmail.com. That's I-T-S-T-A-G-X-S-T-R-E-A-M at gmail.com. Again, that's I-T-S-T-H-E-X-S-T-R-E-A-M at gmail.com. Did you find it?
1: Yeah. Yeah? You did? I mean, like, they were popular in Germany. They were? Yeah. Yeah. During the war? I uh, don't know when. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't know when.
0: Maybe this, yeah. is, maybe this is all just a big callback to that. Imagine.
1: Oh, my God.
0: That would be hilarious. <laughs> Could be. Could be. But, yes, thank you guys again so much for listening. We really appreciate it. This is our 149th what? episode so we're gonna be doing a big special something for our next one for our 150
1: next week yeah get excited gang tuned
0: yeah one might just call it a big old throwback
1: Ooh, don't give too much away
0: yeah okay i won't tell them that x marks the spot oh crap
1: hey